I've been a bike rider on roads before, not here in Washington, but in other states. And you got a thin tire, you're watching that white line, but that car behind you wants to use that full lane too. Hey, you're listening to the Welcome to Camino Island podcast presented by the Camino Chamber of Commerce. Tune in as we keep you up to date with events, the ins and outs of living on an island, and hearing from different people in our community. Whether you just moved here, been an islander for many years, or are just visiting, join us as we explore the easy island together. Welcome to Camino Island, listeners. Today I'm interviewing Ed Seawester, C- uh, who is the uh, Island County... Now I'm forgetting the actual title. <laughs> What's your official title? Official title is the Assistant County and Engineer for Island County. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, I'm normally I have that written down, but of course I screwed that up. So, Well, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me here today. Yeah. So before we get started, tell us a little bit about Ed. A little bit about Ed. Well, I've been in my current position since August of 2021. Okay. So I'm coming up for a year. Nice. And I've lived in Washington State since 2018 after retiring from uh, the Navy, where I spent time as a civil engineer corps. Okay. Um, executing facilities work for naval facilities around the world, I guess you would say. Okay. So that's uh, my, my background, civil engineer. Okay. And uh, that, that's where, uh, where I fell right into this current job that I'm in. All so right. So it seemed to be a fit. Very cool. Um, so then when did you get started? Uh, did you basically do your whole career in the Navy then? I, I was in the Navy for 30 years. Wow. Okay. So I decided that uh, that was working for me, and I just kept working. Yeah. And I went as far as I can and then asked the wife where she wanted to retire to. Okay. And here we are in Washington State. Cool. So, So, yeah, in the Navy, you guys were moving kind of wherever they needed you, right? I moved 13 times. Okay. (laughs) A few times. From East Coast to West Coast to Hawaii to Iceland to overseas, spent a year in Africa and you know, wherever they had the need for facilities work. That's, yep. uh, that was my job, and that's where I went. Nice. Very cool. So uh, why did your wife choose Washington? Her family's from Washington. Okay. And they still live here. And she went to school up in Bellingham. So I, I actually knew the answer to my question okay. when I retired. After 30 years, where do you want to go next for the next 30 years? Uh, Washington State was it. Nice. Uh, the Navy never sent me here, so we came here on our own terms. Okay. Built, built our home and said, this is where we're going to stay. Nice. Very cool. So where did you guys end up settling then? Because you guys don't live on Camino, right? No, we don't live on Camino. We live in, in Oak Harbor. Okay. Uh, it's a short 30-minute drive to the Coopville office for Island County. But I, in my 10 months with Island County, I've been to Camino at least a dozen times. Okay. So I get here quite frequently. It's, nice. it's short, little over an hour drive, so yep. it's not that far. Yeah. And where I live, I look right across the water at Camino <laughs> Island. So 
Yeah. So, so I see it every day. But, yes. Uh, but I touch foot on here uh, at least uh, once, twice a month. Okay. Nice. Very cool. Um, so how did the... Um, when you retired from Navy, did you expect that you were, weren't really retiring for, for good? You were going to look into another position? Oh, oh that's correct. Yeah. I didn't want to stay at home yes. all, all that long. <laughs> I, I needed to keep working, and uh, I, I still had the life in me to, to go off and, uh, and find work, and I wanted to find something fun that uh, I enjoyed working, uh, enjoyed doing. And public works, with uh, public service being the mindset, that same follow-on from my time in the Navy, that, that was the shoe end that uh, kept me here. And fixing roads is like fixing runways at some uh, point, you could say. So I was uh, doing that work in the Navy and managing waterfront facilities in the Navy. is like managing water, you could say, that's on the roads that we have uh, for Island County. So there, yeah. was, there was a lot of connectivity as a civil engineer that you can have between uh, the, the Navy and a public works uh, style of function after the Navy. Nice. All right. So then, um, so you said you started in August of 2021. Um, what... How long did it take you to kind of get up and running? And what is what was kind of the status of that? You know, the, the roads, this, all the transportation, all that stuff uh, when you started on. How long did it take me to get up and running? Well, that, that's a great question because normally you don't see everything and know everything until after a, a good cycle of time. Yeah. Which uh, usually takes about a year to actually just see everything. Okay. Um, just the, the, the seasons of the year and the way the cycle of work occurs. I arrived here at the end of the paving season. Okay. Um, now we're just getting ready to start the paving season. <laughs> Whenever so it starts, we, stops raining. That, that's true. <laughs> so, so we haven't seen uh, the, for myself the, the full cycle of yeah. uh, what there is to, to offer. And then the, the cycle of how the budgets work and uh, the flow of projects and the flow of requests for projects mm -hmm. and what's in it uh, from, from the start of the, the summer season, vice uh, the middle of the winter season, uh, where are the connectivities, uh, the, the weather, weather patterns between South Whidbey and North Camano and South Camano. Uh, so, I mean, the dynamics of all uh, portions of work that we have on, on both islands, being as we're on two islands, yeah. and trying to understand when's the real rainy season going to end, and at which point. We have four road shops throughout Island County. Okay. And Camino Island has one of those four. Okay. So they're all different, and they all um, have their own dynamics to them. The only thing really common with them is the number of personnel that they have. That part is pretty much, they got about a dozen people each. Okay. And that, that part's common. Mm -hmm. they, they share people. They share equipment sometimes in between the four uh, road crews, but... To understand how they function is one thing. Then we contract out work. We don't do everything in-house. Okay. So there is a construction period that you can uh, get work done. And other times of the year, yeah. well, you, you, you can't get done what you need <laughs> to do. So uh, that full cycle uh, of the job hasn't occurred yet. But uh, we're around in the corner. Yeah. So what nice. has occurred that's good to, to have, it's <clears throat> in the back of the mind now. And uh, you 
just continue to build on it. It's sort of like when I was in the Navy, I moved somewhere else. And you don't know everything the day you show up. Yeah. You have to understand your surroundings and uh, don't think that you're the know-all to everything. Uh, stop and listen and hear what's going on around you. Yeah. Uh, get to know the people. Get to know your customer base. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's all sorts of uh, requirements and needs, and you're there to fill those needs as a public servant, essentially. That uh, uh, that's what we sign up for. Yeah. So, some say that we just say no to a lot of stuff, which well, we do say no to a lot <laughs> of stuff. But uh, the other flip side of it is. You're the customer, not me. How, how do I get to yes for you? If, mm-hmm. if you have a need, uh, I enjoy solving problems for people. And if they just have a requirement because they want to build a house, well, we, we have re- state codes that we have to go by. We can't uh, just throw them away. Yeah. So we, we have to you know, c- conform to all of the, the requirements that are handed to us. Yeah. And, pass them on to the uh, the customers but uh, there are ways to get to yes because there's more than one way to uh, to build a building yeah so nice so uh as an assistant um or in your current position what does your kind of day-to-day workflow look like well you walk into the job thinking you're going to do something well it's not really going to happen that way in uh in, in the public works world um I, I have within my, my division, uh, uh, the road crews work underneath me. Okay. Um, I have an engineering section who works on other projects, uh, roads related and water related. And I have a traffic engineer that works for me. I have a transportation planner that works for me, tries to look for the future. And I have uh, some development coordinators, three of them now that work for me to... Okay to help out and to facilitate the movement of permits okay. for the residents of Island County. Yeah. So they all have their own little issues, and whatever they can manage, they do themselves. But yeah. whatever they need help from me with, uh, they come uh, to, to me, and we, we work uh, the, through the items there. We work for the Board of Commissioners also, so wh- whatever requirements they have, which... If you look at the organizational chart for Island County, uh, the Board of Commissioners, they aren't really the top because they work for the public, mm-hmm. right? They were elected by the public and they work for the public. So all that inflow of information that comes from the public to the Board of Commissioners, it, it comes to us eventually, our piece of it. Yeah. And trees go down, they block roads. Yeah. Road crews have to clean up so that the residents can move throughout the uh, the, the county. Yeah. Uh, the intent is hopefully nobody's ever hurt. Uh, you don't know when the tree is going to come down. Yeah. Uh, there's deer on the side of the road a lot of times, and they get hit by cars. Hopefully nobody got hurt in their by their car. But uh, we we clean up a lot of uh, the, the deer yeah. that uh, unfortunately uh, are on the sides of the road. And then when it comes down to the snow season. Yes. I've been through that snow season. <laughs> I, I've been through the snow season here, and I've been through the snow seasons and a, a few of my uh, duty stations with, with the Navy. Yeah. Um, it's never good uh, because you, you, you don't know really where that pattern's going to hit. Right. And when, when we say Island County, my day, I, I have to think all of Island County. I can't just think 
I live in Oak Harbor. Think about Oak Harbor. Well, yep. no, it might be sunny there, and I don't even know it's raining down south, Whitby, or over on Camino what the temperature is. But I, I, I do with my my radar ears going off and yep. my my phone going off to uh, to alert me of issues. Yep. Uh, the phone never turns off, so the alerts that come through the uh, the 911 system that are related to public works, uh, I, I see that. It, it doesn't matter where. There's a need. There's a requirement. And we have to go resolve it. Yeah. Um, regulators, uh, just like the permits that we issue for the residents, any project we do on a road or a, a lot of the culverts that we work on, some are replaced. Most of them are replacing existing mm -hmm. culverts. Yeah. Uh, there are the the tribal uh, treaties these days that there those are fish streams underneath a lot of the roads. Oh, okay. So they're not just uh, the water that just flows uh, naturally off the road. We do contain that, and we have to ensure that that flows. But a lot of the work we do with the the water under the roads that people never see about hear about. Yeah. Um, we have to work with the Department of Fish and Wildlife, the Army Corps of Engineers, uh, the, uh, the tribes, because they all have requirements, and we have to meet their requirements. Yeah. It takes time. It's frustrating at times. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just like the applicants to come to the county looking for a permit to, say, build a house. Mm-hmm. We have to go through the same things when we have to repair a road or repair the culvert under the road. Yeah, we're we're not exempt because we're the county, and this is <laughs> this is a road in the county. It uh, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, we're, we're all under the same umbrella of uh, state requirements, federal requirements, um, governmental treaties. It, it applies to everybody. Yeah, and, and it, that can get frustrating at times. Just so so I can relate to it from across the other side of the counter. <laughs> yeah. I, I built my house when I got here. Yeah. So I went through that permit process. Right. I was initiated into it. Yes. Uh, have a little bit of understanding of what it's like from the other side. Right. And day to day, the, the phone will ring. Somebody wants something. Somebody needs something. You don't hear, how you doing today? You having a great day? No, I need something because they, they have an issue. They have a need, a concern. We'll be right back to this episode after a word from our sponsor. This episode of the Welcome to Camino Island podcast is sponsored by the Camino Voice podcast. If you are interested in a long-form podcast where I interview business owners, musicians, and more, join me every Tuesday for new episodes where I dive deep into the background of people in the Northwest. You can find the Camino Voice podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or by going to our website, CaminoCommons.com slash podcast. That's CaminoCommons.com slash podcast. All right, and back to the show. Yeah. What are some of those common uh, requests that you get from the, on, like, on the Camino side? On the Camino side. So, can you move this sign? This parking sign is not in the right place. Why do we have speeding signs the way they are? There's one road on and off of the island here. How can we make it move smoother and we can get traffic off? Uh, there's initiatives out there with these things called roundabouts. Yes. Yeah, we've been hearing about those. Yes. And we're working with the uh, Washington State 
uh, Department of Washington State, and the um, Island Transit's engaged, the city of Stanwood, because you drive across State Route 532, and then you hit East North Camino, uh, you go from a state route to a county road. Yeah. Uh, for, a, you know, a visitor, they don't necessarily know that. Right. They don't care. They shouldn't have to worry about it. We provide a public service. Yeah. It should be seamless to them. Uh, it's slow with being an island and being one road on and off. Everybody has to go across that bridge, and we, we all have to grow some patience. But how can we connect the roads on Camino mm -hmm. to smoothen out the flow of traffic on yeah. and off of the island? So we, we are engaged with, uh, like I said, Department of Transportation, Stanwood ourselves, to work this whole corridor, the 532, and onto the, the Camino uh, roads to uh, test the, or actually validate the, uh, the, the average daily uh, traffic and in which directions. Where are the choke points that we have? Yeah. Whether it be uh, Arrowhead, whether it be uh, 102nd Street on Stanwood. Yeah. Anywhere in between, it's all being reviewed right now. Uh, we're having consultants assist with it, mm -hmm. uh, people that do this on a day-to-day -day basis and um, are, are coming on board to help us with this project. Mm -hmm. It's multi-year. It's not going to happen overnight. Yeah. Um, that, the, the common theme of can we get it faster? Well, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Because uh, once we come up with a concept and a design, we still have to then go through the whole regulatory side. Yeah. Um, most of the uh, the roads we already own all the the rights to what we need, but yeah, there are times that you need easements, rights, ways uh, across private property. So that'll have to be looked at as well. You, you can't just look at the very first intersection you come to, yeah, because you have to look downrange on on where is this traffic coming from and where it's going to go uh, in, in the end. Yeah, uh, both directions on and off. Yeah. So uh, that the roundabouts in uh, a, a few different uh, intersections across uh, East Camino just per, by, by itself okay. are, are being looked at. And <clears throat> some have three-way intersections, some with four. I think there's one down there with five. So they're all a little bit different. Okay. They have their own dynamics. Yep. What we can do, just like the topography of land that we uh, transit across, each one will have its own little, you know, particular uh, ways of getting traffic and keeping it moving. Yeah. So <clears throat> the, the traffic counts are being uh, performed right now. Okay. And we're looking at those stoplights to see if somebody's sitting too long or if uh, if there's a way that, yeah, this roundabout's really going to work. Yeah. And we just recently went out and asked the public <clears throat> for comments on what Public Works provides as a service uh, for Island County and <clears throat> roundabouts was a uh, a big uh, input that we received from them. Okay. And on Camino were at least half of them. Okay. Uh, the comments that wanted this East Camino essentially uh, corridor uh, resolved. Yeah. Because it is the highest trafficked uh, corridor 
uh, here on uh, on Camino, and if I have it right, it's like the first or second, uh, maybe the second highest within Island County. So wow. there's, well, we, that's the only way on and yeah. off. <laughs> and, and, and that's one thing that people really have to recognize. You're, you're on an island. It's not like you're in Hawaii on an island where you can't go anywhere. Right. Uh, you do have a way to get on this island by, by driving on it. Yeah. But if there's an issue on that bridge, it could have a ripple effect. And yeah. it, it has in the past. Yes. Yeah. I've only heard it. I haven't experienced it. Yes. From being on when trying to get off. Yeah. So it, it can be a problem. And that's when you get uh, the most um, concerns, comments. I don't want to say the word complaints, but uh, I'll say concerns <laughs> uh, from the, the, the poor personnel that, uh, that live here. Yeah. And yes, how can we fix it? Yeah. That's why we're here to do our job. Yeah. So um, we've heard lots of requests and um, discussion around bike lanes around Camino. What is the actual viability of that? Because I know, I mean, living on Camino, there's a lot of those roads that there's no way you could ever get a bike lane, quote unquote, because there's just, there is no shoulder. So what are, what have kind of been the discussion around that? You hit on a key point. Uh, the way that the roads were uh, initially constructed, there are very narrow spots out there for certain portions of the road. Mm -hmm. And I've been a bike rider on, on roads before, not here in Washington, but in, in other states. And you got a thin tire, you, you're watching that white line, but that car behind you wants to use that full lane too. Yeah. And the person in the car thinks that uh, that's their lane. As bikers, we have to be cautious of them. Yeah. So to, to, to your point, um, the topography that we have when, when we don't have a lot of land left uh, on the edge of the road there and it, yeah. and it falls off, you're talking a considerable amount of money to try and build up a road right. to, to take that width. <clears throat> so there are certain portions that are really not financially economical. Um, Others, yes, and where there are ways that we can widen shoulders, we, we look at them if, uh, if, if it's possible uh, in the future as we do road work, we, we look at shoulder widening, but not only do we have to worry about the steepness of the grade as you get to the edge of the pavement, but some of what's on that basin at times is uh, natural wetland. Okay. And, and all it takes is one of those, and your two mile stretch that you think you got something nice and clean becomes uh, a jagged uh, expansion that would add a bike trail. Yeah. So each segment has its own uh, area that you have to review yeah. to, to see if it's a, a good fit for, for a bike route. So I wouldn't rule it out, but. Just knowing from driving around the island, and, and I'm glad you brought it up, that bikers don't mind if they have to go up a hill, Yeah. right? You can't just go screaming down a hill the whole time, but you're never pedaling. Yeah. So you get a good workout by going uphill, but it, it is that shoulder and going around certain turns. Right now we have a, um, a traffic speed study ongoing throughout all of Island County. Okay. So we are looking at... All the roads, essentially anything on a county road. Uh, we're not looking at the state roads. We're not looking at the private roads. And we're not looking at the individual city roads. But uh, the county roads we're looking at, we're analyzing the speeds. Because so, some of those with the sharp turns, 
will, will have an effect if you want to put a bike trail in there also. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, there's, there's a lot of moving targets. And yes, that speed study's been something that's been on the books to do for a number of years. So it's now just starting. Okay. And we've got a contractor um, on board. A contract's been awarded. And we are now looking at uh, segments of the road. And the ones that you may drive down and think, why did this speed limit change on me? And now why is it higher? And why is it lower? We, we do have those. Yeah. Over time, it's happened. So we're assessing Island County-wide yeah. uh, to try and standardize and to right-size, if you want to call it, uh, the, 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 the speeds. Yeah. And in that... After that gets right size, yeah, we'll have another idea on you know some of these curves that it'll become more apparent to myself because I haven't been here long enough to see are, are some of these curves even going to be something that you could put them you know next to shoulder on for for the, the bike trail. Right, right, nice. So um, I know you haven't spent a huge amount of time on Camino Island, but just from your driving around and kind of exploring Camino, when it comes to your department and everything. If you could ma- wave a magic wand to change something on Camino, what would that be? Whether that fixes a big wholesale issue or... Zero lives lost due to a vehicle fatality. Mm-hmm. Um, they've existed island countywide. Um, so that's, that's a state goal too. Um, and, and I believe in that. Mm-hmm. So is there anything that we can do different? Uh, some, some things are within the control of the pothole in the road, which we don't like, and we fix. Other things are within the driver's abilities and stuff. But if there's anything on our side, uh, that don't, if you want to call it the wand waving, um, uh, that, that uh, raises my eyebrows, uh, the safety of our end users for the roads. Yeah. That is something that uh, you know, I, 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 I take seriously. And uh, if I can go to a number 1A, um, the water that goes across that road, uh, I don't like it going into a house Mm -hmm. because we get quite often due to tides or just a lot of rain or a lot of uh, rain, rain during the rainy season. Yeah. um, Culverts that back up, uh, drain basins that back up and it flows over the, the road and sometimes it goes into uh, uh, residents' homes, especially down toward the beach area. Yeah. Because as we know, water runs downhill. Yeah. Um, the people on the beach that have, you know, nice views and stuff, uh, they got to watch that water. It's coming over their backside there. Yeah. But uh, if there's anything on our side, and, and we watch for it, we look for it. Uh, if we could fix everything at once, that'd be great. But <laughs> you have to flow. you, you got to trace the flow of water from the highest point down to um, the, the sound where the water is going to flow to and every little node every little uh, crossing under a road counts you can't just upgrade one yeah because now you've created another new choke point yeah so what's it going to do and you have to follow that whole stream from top to bottom and un- unfortunately there have been times since I've lived here that water is backed up and it's got into the resident's home. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's on the county roads and we have to do something about it, but 
Uh, other times uh, we, we can't, where our hands are tied. And like I said, the, uh, the regulators that we go through, um, they have requirements to be met, yeah. and, and we have to abide by them. So a, as we're abiding by those regulations, it takes time. Yeah. And, and we're going to go through a rainy season before we can fix everything. Yeah, yeah. So well, especially this year, we've had such a rainy year to date, it seems like. We're still trying to break through into summer. <laughs> so that's that, and and the winds. Yes, the winds. And don't we just help had that either. last night. I'm like, I thought we were out of that season. But. Well, and I knew when I looked at my phone, and trees were down. Yeah. So they are taking trees down, and the trees are coming across roads. Yeah. Um, power lines come with them sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we've experienced that uh, both on Camino and Whidbey Island. So when the winds are up and the trees are down, uh, you got to have that backup uh, plan yeah. because uh, sometimes it doesn't come up for days. Right. Depend on the number of power lines that come down. Yeah. So yeah. residents new and and those that have been here a while you know, need to plan. Yeah. For, for that. Yeah. What uh, What information would you say from your perspective is important for either new residents or tourists um, on Camino Island to know or understand? To know or to understand, I think as I said uh, a few minutes ago, uh, you're on the island, there's one way on and off, be patient with the traffic at times. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's not always as fast as you want it to be. Um, sometimes it's a lot slower than you want it to be. Yeah. But uh, there are people out there working on uh, the, the issues uh, from the county's perspective to uh, continue with the, uh, the the flow of the traffic, but uh, just to know that uh, there are measures in place. Uh, even if the, the the snow is up, there are roads that we can't plow. Uh, cars shouldn't be driving down certain roads. Yes, uh, I mean today we're working on a, a project to put up snow gates that you may have seen in certain other states or when you go through the passes up over from west to east uh, Washington. They close roads. Yeah. Well, we're working on a project that would actually give a, uh, a safety factor to the, the uh, people driving in the roads that uh, the gate goes down. Uh, you don't go across that road anymore. Yeah. So uh, there, there are uh, some forward movement projects to, uh, to enhance the, the safety of uh, the, the public. Yeah. Very cool. All right. And then um, are there any guests that you would suggest for the Welcome to Camino Island podcast? Are there any guests? Yes. Who should come and talk at the podcast? Do you have the other regulators come and talk at the podcast so that the, um, the public understands that there are requirements that they need to be aware of. Because uh, a resident, when they have, uh, we, we spoke earlier, a, a septic system, yeah, uh, th- they need to understand that if that backs up and starts flowing the wrong direction or goes into a creek, uh, th- their system needs to be fixed. Yes. And that uh, flow into the stream, well, it, it doesn't need to go there. It shouldn't be going there. Mm-hmm. And they need to, you know, understand that what we do today needs to be looking to the future for yeah. those, you know, our our grandchildren or somebody else that we're going to sell a house to. 
it's 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 got to be looked long range. Yeah. If you live on a bluff and you chop down all your trees, you're going to lose property. Yes. People want a view, and, and that's fine. Uh, sometimes you have to just look between the trees. Yeah. But replant. Uh, if you buy an acre of land, you want to have an acre of land next year. You don't want part of your bluff to, uh, to go down. Right. We've had landslides. Yeah. It's not a nice thing. It happened before my time. But it chokes off people down below. Yeah. Sometimes the houses down below go into the water. Yeah. And that has happened too. And that's, it's nature, but we add to it at times as well. So, yeah. I mean, if we wouldn't just be cautious about what we do and think about, uh, you know, the next generation and uh, the, the future of the land, uh, the, the water, uh, the slopes that we, uh, we have on our property, the requirements there, they're not there to tie our hands. Mm -hmm. Like I said at the beginning, how can we get to yes yeah. with the requirement? Mm -hmm. The public has a, a requirement. We're here to fulfill it to mm -hmm. the best of our abilities and within the confines of uh, or the parameters of our uh, regulations that we, we have to uphold. So yeah, if we can help, we are here. We are not out to hinder. We, we hear people tell us quite often that I, I pay my taxes and, you know, Y is X. You figure it out. Well, mm -hmm. Why is the water here? Why haven't you fixed the road? Yeah, we, we all pay taxes, uh, uh, agree. Um, and it, it, it stretched as far as it can. Yeah. So uh, we'll always get to pay our taxes. It's good. <laughs> Look at what we pay. A lot of it goes to schools, mm -hmm. and that's looking to the future. Yeah, uh, the education of uh, our children and our grandchildren. Uh, we should uh, preserve that. Yeah, and build on what we have. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Oh, you're quite welcome, Brent. I appreciate the opportunity to come and uh, speak. And if there's any questions that uh, follow on, please uh, re reach out. Uh, yeah, like I said. My job's here for the public, uh, and that's what I enjoy doing, coming to work every day, whether it changes when I walk in or not. Yep. Awesome. Well, like I said, thank you for joining me and taking the time today. You're welcome. All right, and we will talk to you guys on the next episode. Thanks for joining us for today's episode, and thank you to the Camino Voice for sponsoring it. If you have any questions about today's topic or you have topics suggestions for future episodes, please email us at chamber at kamenoisland.org. As always, be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. That's all for today. Islanders, see you next time. <laughs>